listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 251. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the making noises in the background, John Brownstone. Fidgety. Very I'm, fidgety. I'm fidgety today. You are. Yeah. Can you say it? Fidgety. Okay, that's better. <laughs> uh, today, we're sharing our thoughts and experiences on going to bed angry. Mm. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Okay, so before we get into the episode... Uh, I got announcements, because of course I do. Uh, thank you for clicking my link and clicking my tab and giving me my thing I need to talk about. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. The thing that, I think this is the last week you're going to hear us harp on it, because I think it's the last week of January. Time has no meaning to me. Uh, last week for our Patreon membership drive, um, we want you to join Patreon at any mm-hmm. point during the year, but we make it special in January. Um, <laughs> anybody who is a member as of January gets a freebie in the mail. Stickers that we're making. I'm going to complain about sticker making in the bonus section if you're interested. Um, <laughs> but um, we're doing that. There's special custom stickers that aren't available anywhere else. Um, there's up to four stickers you can receive. Depends on which tier you join. That's a cool thing. Uh, when you join mm-hmm. Patreon, what do you get other than the uh, our undying gratitude, quite frankly, which you do get? <laughs> um, we have a, mo- a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. We have a monthly live stream that's question and answer where we answer questions from our patrons. We have uh, a Discord server just for patrons, which is, like, so wholesome. I fucking love it over there. I lurk, but I love it. Um, you get sneak peeks of videos. You get other perks depending on your tier. Uh, you get a discount code to the kinkery that's good all year long. So you don't have to depend on a sale. That will be important in just a moment. Um, <laughs> and for our next goal through Patreon... We have set a thing that says that when we get to 200 consistently, like on average, averaging out to 200 kink patrons, we will add a short podcast episode each week to our podcast upload schedule. OMG, we will commit to it. Um, and what do we get? We get to keep doing what we're doing um, and 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 do good stuff on the internet. I think. I don't know. I'll let you decide. Try. Um, For the month of January specifically, um, if you join as an annual member, which means you pay up front for a whole year of access, uh, you get two months free. So you pay for 10 months, you get 12 months. You don't have to do that. It's just a thing they let us do, so we did it. Um, That's the (laughs) Patreon membership drive update. The last day to join and be part of the sticker and two-month free, whichever, whatever, uh, is the last day of January. But you can join as a patron at any point during the year. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, And then the second announcement, I would say is super important. The Kinkery's having a sale. If you're new here, the Kinkery Mm -hmm. is John Brownstone's shop where he makes... Uh, weapons of ass destruction and other uh, 
peculiar oddities, as our tagline says, which is so fucking cool. Um, wooden, mostly, weapons of ass destruction. Mm -hmm. We have a sale going on for Valentine's Day. It is running now through February 14th, 2021. Use the code Kinky love, all one word, you say 15% off your purchase, cannot be combined with any other coupons. Uh, I mentioned before, coupon, uh, if you are a kinky patron, you join our Patreon, we have a year round coupon that is better than that, uh, that you can use any time of year. Um, so mm -hmm. that's just an extra perk. But if you're like, no, 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 I don't wanna do that, but I wouldn't mind a paddle or a cane or an evil stick or oh, a slapstick or a butt plug, oh my. <laughs> Thekinkery.com is where it's fucking at. Uh, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> Thekinkery.com. The coupon code is KinkyLove, all one word. Uh, we are on top of our shipping because we right now because we know that some people will be ordering these things as Kinky mm -hmm. Valentine's gifts for themselves or others. Um, and And there might be... Something new coming in the next few days. There will be. There will be, but there will be. You should follow us on social media for that because that will be super limited. Mm -hmm. um, at the Kinkery on all the socials. Yeah, it, it is very limited. is It is specifically for Valentine. the month of February yeah. for Valentine. Very limited though. Not not yeah. a lot. Not no. a lot. No. But if you're like, yeah, yeah I just want I want an eel stick. I want a cane. We got you. It's mm -hmm, fine. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, com. Coupon code Kinky Love. Save 15%. That sale runs through February 14th. Ta-da! Okay. I have no more fucking announcements. <laughs> um, okay. Um, let's get into the topic. That okay. was a lot of announcements. It was. It will get better next week because we won't be talking about the Patreon membership drive. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> we are talking about a thing that happened to us several weeks ago that when, uh, the, like two days later, when we were both calm, I, in my head, I went, this has to be a topic. <laughs> Thankfully, somebody is in charge around here because he said, not this week's topic. <laughs> yes. Correct. It made me push it back. Right. <laughs> and that is going to bed angry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> oh, excuse so me, folks. as with everything, these are our experiences, our thoughts. You get to have your own experiences, thoughts, mm -hmm. and ways of handling these things and thinking about these things. Uh, but we thought we would talk about how it has how it has gone. <laughs> um, so it is a cliche that a lot of us have heard, never go to bed angry. And I have learned to roll my eyes the moment some sage wisdom is never do this or always do that. But that was, so in my first marriage, mm -hmm. which was very vanilla and mm, just bad all the way around. I went to bed angry all the time, not because I wanted to go to bed angry, but because we didn't have the communication skills in that relationship or the, the will to actually work through our problems and communicate about them and talk about them. So when I got out of that, I, I didn't make it like a hard rule for myself, mm -hmm. but I kind of went, mm, my bare minimum is, I don't want to go to bed angry. It's not the end of the world if you go to bed angry, but I don't want to. I don't think anybody really wants Nobody to. Nobody wants to, but you know, if, if we're having a conflict, my overwhelming desire is to fucking resolve, resolve it. it. Even if yeah. we go to bed still kind of annoyed with one another, <laughs> we have talked about it. That's, that's what I'm striving for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now thankfully you and I do not argue very often. 
We no. we used to have one thing we argued about. We now have two. Yeah. And we got a few more years of this. I know. So our one know. our first thing mm. that we consistently argue about is money. We do that a lot less now. We're really on the same page. We are. And I think with those arguments, it was a trust thing. You were still remembering your former I, marriage. I, I, still I had a lot of mine. bad tapes regarding money. And yes. we've sorted ourselves out with that. Um so we don't argue about that as much, although mm-hmm. like most people, if money becomes tight, it our stress level increases and then we are fussier with one another. True. Even if we're not arguing about money. Uh, the new thing is um, the teenage boy, <laughs> the 15-year-old child yeah. who we have very different parenting styles with. The 15-year-old man child. God, yes. <laughs> Um, and our parenting styles conflict at times. Sometimes they, they ride along parallel just fine. Mm-hmm. An uneasy truce, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes they're in direct opposition. And then, yeah. um, because I think, handle it this way and your life will be easier. And he's like, no. Um, and that's where we go from there. So we don't argue about a lot. But when we argue, when it gets to the point of an argument, there are tears. There is silence. <laughs> there is, I don't want to have to deal with this right now, kind of, not for me. I don't know if y'all have met me. I want to talk about it. Let us get this shit on the table. And normally, we did. Until that one night, we did not. Yeah. And we went to bed angry. We did. And that was one of the few miserable nights I've had in our relationship where if, if we were earlier into our relationship, a bad tape would have taken over because Mm. it felt like what it felt like when I was in that first marriage and we went to bed angry all the time Ah. and I was miserable a lot. And there were a lot of nights I cried Mm -hmm. myself to sleep Um, because that's what I did. And and for me, it was kind of the same thing. Um, I've had past relationships where uh, that kind of thing did happen a lot. Mm -hmm. And thankfully we are far enough into our relationship that it has not happened mm-hmm. continuously. Right. Um, and we always seem to resolve things that even though I was upset. <laughs> For the record, we checked in. Neither of us remembers what, what exactly it was. It was. Yeah. Um, I knew that it would get resolved. Mm. But yeah, it it was it was a frustrating moment. It, and it was, and and it, the frustration started before we went to bed because I wanted to resolve it tonight. Yes, let's talk the fuck about it. Even though, in retrospect, if if I'm remembering, we can't remember exactly what the argument was about. But we think we know what the topic was. <laughs> topic number two of the two aforementioned topics. Um, <laughs> and what I remember feeling was. Very much that if you would just fucking do it the way I tell you to, you would not be so miserable. <laughs> Look, I'm not proud of myself, but I can't admit it, okay? Um, the other the other thing, though, that I feel like because of my previous marriage, because of yeah. who you are um, when you're upset, you close off a lot. And you go within yourself a mm-hmm. lot. And what happens is things go unsaid. And so I'm like, I know there's something on your mind. I know you have a thought here. Just fucking say it. Put it out there. Yeah. And let's deal with it. But I think we also knew in the argument part, and we have talked about arguments in the past. I'll try to remember to link to that mm-hmm. um, in all the mm-hmm. places. 
um, we also knew which side of the line we were on. So looking back, <clears throat> if it's what I think it was about, uh, it wouldn't have been resolved because you have your stance and I have my stance. Right. And, and I think at, at the core of this, I know the type of person you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Oh, so but I, I willingly, <laughs> I, I, I willingly chose, this, chose this, this, this relationship. Got no one else to blame. I didn't hide my crazy. No, you didn't. You didn't. And I embraced it with open arms. <laughs> but at, at the same time, I know myself, and and this is something we had talked about kind of early on. I am an emotional person, where you are not as much an emotional person. I'll fool you, because if you get me to talk about my emotions, you'll think I have all the emotions, but mostly I'm trying to be logical, and you are very feeling. I, I am. Yes. Myers Briggs oh, yes. confirmed that. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so when I get, you know, I'm not going to say I never get angry. I do get angry. That quiet kind of angry. That cold, <laughs> quiet kind of angry. <laughs> it's not pleasant. I've got that hard cancer shell exterior. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But... I also know, and I have said this to you on, on several occasions, look, I am too angry. I am too wrapped up in my emotions. We need to let this mm -hmm. calm down, and we will talk about it later when the emotions are not running so high. And you tried to do that, but you tried to skip a step that night. <laughs> You didn't want to tell me what you were angry about. <laughs> so I wanted to have this conversation. And I think, I think it's easy to say this in retrospect. I think I could have accepted it wouldn't be resolved that night that we would still be disagreeing that night. Mm. But I was just trying to get you to tell me what you were mad about. <laughs> it was not good communication on anybody's part because here's what was happening. He was not, he, you were doing that classic why don't you know? You ought to know. And I was yeah. filling in the blanks. And I think I was getting it right because you weren't <laughs> contradicting me. But then I was doing that thing, which is not good communication, of projecting the fuck out of it. Because I was like, you won't tell me. So you clearly don't care about resolving this with me. You don't care that this is sending me into an anxious spiral. It was, but also I might have been a little overly dramatic about that. Because I like to win arguments too. I know, it's not a good look. Um, so you were refusing to tell me exactly what it was while also telling me that you didn't want to talk about anything, including resolving it, which that's a boundary you get to set. I want to talk about this later. Mm -hmm. But I was also like, but you haven't even admitted what's wrong. So, and also, I think you're wrong about what's wrong. <laughs> so we were back and forth and we were doing it in, I don't know how many people out there do it this way. I do it this way because I was absolutely exposed to parents who fought loudly um, and in a way that I still have to deal with. My, my former therapist wishes I would deal with it more. Um, so I don't like to yell and scream where the kids can hear. 
I don't like to yell and scream in general. Um, so I know lots of parents who do this where you're like telling somebody off, but you're doing it with clenched jaw and slight whispers and trying to keep your voice down, but you're also trying to convey how pissed off you are. <laughs> we were also doing that. It was, mm. it was high stress. Um, why do I remember all this and can't tell you exactly what the argument's about? I think it comes back to how it, I'm going to put air quotes around this word, got resolved. Yeah. Because uh, it didn't actually get resolved. <laughs> we'll get there. So it was, and and I know that part of the reason why I'm like, tell me what's wrong. I can respect if you want to talk about the issue tomorrow, but tell me what's wrong. And let's at least work through the hard feelings tonight. It's because I wouldn't call it a bad tape. Like, I'm not treating mm -hmm. you like my ex in this moment, but what I am trying to do, and this is an anxious thing, I'm trying to prevent the thing I fear the most, which what I fear the most is this relationship falling apart because we there's resentment buildup, we're not communicating, and we're at cross purposes all the time. Like, we're just not seeing eye to eye on mm -hmm. anything anymore. And I know that there are a lot of reasons that happened in my first marriage, but one of those reasons was because we didn't, we did not resolve issues. We yelled at one another, went to bat bed, pissed yeah. off at one another, and then never talked about it again. And that then led to two weeks later, I were upset with one another again. And now I'm remembering the thing I was upset about two weeks ago that never got resolved. And that just because it, it came back around and it, and it just snowballed. And so 10 years yeah. into that relationship, I was holding on to 10 years worth of grievances that had never been resolved because we kept not working through things before better or in daylight, it didn't matter. And that was the thing I was fighting against. Like, I don't want mm -hmm. to have this happen now. Rationally, two months after the fact, I can tell you that in general, that fear I have is anxiety and is a little bit irrational because there's nothing about our relationship that would indicate that would happen. But an anxious mind can say to oneself, yes, but this could be the start. And if you don't stop it here, what what happens next time? Well, two months later, I can tell you it has, there, I, that was my anxious mind being anxious. That was anxiety taking over, not mm -hmm. looking at the reality of our relationship. It was in a way, kind of a bad tape. I wasn't treating it, the situation as if you were him, but I was trying to prevent a thing, thing that had happened. And so I was pushing this issue before bed, wanting to get it resolved, not doing my best at communicating. Uh, I don't fight dirty with you. I no, you, no, you don't. I That's... purposely don't fight dirty with anybody because I have lived a life where you somebody said a thing they could not take back. And mm -hmm. I get to walk around life with that in my head forever. And so I won't do that to anybody. Man, I understand the urge, though. I get it. <laughs> I get it. If you have found yourself in that situation, I understand why. I had there. Oh, I know I could say a thing that would cut you to your fucking knees. It's a choice I have to make. And I have to hold myself back. Um, so the, um, the argument is escalating because we are truly not communicating about the same thing at all. You're saying, I'm angry with you. You ought to know why we will talk about it tomorrow. And the thing that annoyed me was, um, positioning yourself as the rational one. <laughs> while I'm blowing the fuck up because not only are we not talking about the issue, you haven't admitted the issue. Right. I'm just supposed to know. And I'm battling this fear, even though the fear was irrational. So we go to bed 
and there's slamming and there's silence and I don't like that silence. I remember it from childhood. I remember it from mm-hmm. previous marriage. That silence sucks. And if you've been in those relationships, you you know that silence when you're mad and you want to say shit and you're not saying shit because because for me it was what was the point? I didn't want to make it worse. For part of it, my submission kicks in. You've said, don't do this thing. And my overarching need is to do what you said to do. do. And so it's like, he wants me to be quiet and I want to be a good submissive, but I'm fucking pissed off as hell. And this is where, it's why the the, um, conversations we have about disagreements and arguments is so interesting to me. It's not interesting in a good way. It's fascinating in a Spock-like way. (laughs) (laughs) It's because as a submissive, in my own perspective as a submissive, who wants to submit to you every chance I can, even though sometimes it doesn't look like it. Uh, that's a moment where I'm I'm fighting against other base instincts. My instinct mm. to keep going to to say what I need to say, to, yeah. to get it resolved, to say the thing that will make you hurt as much as I hurt, like whatever, whatever that instinct is. Like I said, I stopped myself from that last one, but the urge is there. Um, and, the reason I could do it that time, mm-hmm. one, I fucking hate conflict. Two, um, we do have that trust between us that even though my anxious mind was like, but this could be the start of a down, you know, everything going downhill, my rational mind kicked in enough to go, yeah, but that hasn't happened. And you can talk about this tomorrow. And, and every time you've mm-hmm. ever said, we will talk about this later. Right. We talked about it later. Yeah. So I had that basis. Mm-hmm. So I could stop talking. I could do what you asked me to do. Right. And still be super mad about it. <laughs> 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 and well, you super know, you because you know, I have never said to you, we will get back to this later. We will talk about it later. And I've never used that as an excuse to brush it under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. And you've never gaslit me the next day. Or, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Or it wasn't that bad. Or I didn't right. say like none of the things that I think we could rationally be fearful of. And let's mm-hmm. keep this going. Let's ne- never, never, never. And if it did happen, that'd be a whole different conversation though. Right. Um, but so then the hard part was because we didn't resolve anything. And this is where I think it can be very, when I say interesting, I mean it in that in a Spock way. Very interesting for long-term power exchange couples who live together, sleep together, have nighttime routines. Going to bed angry meant we were in every step of the way until we fell asleep. Navigating, are we doing our routine tonight? Are mm. we doing our routine tonight? Because we're angry with one yeah. another. Yeah. We are, um, we are um, upset. I was sad. I don't know what your emotional state was. Mm-hmm. And, and let's start there. We're This is the point where we're okay. like navigating that. How were you feeling in that moment? I had finally stopped talking. We're going to bed. Where's your head at? Yeah. Um, I I was in a, in a very similar place um, with the routine um, that we normally have being kind of out of whack. Mm-hmm. Things did not feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like, um, the way things 
were left between us, mm -hmm. okay, because you were, um, you know, which which I, I, I think I was, I was very frustrated mm -hmm. because normally in the past when I have said we will talk about this later, you accepted it, mm -hmm. okay, and, and you kind of backed away and gave me my space. Mm -hmm. um, the way this happened, you didn't, and you kept wanting to right. come at it, which made me feel even more um, wound up. Sure. Was it because there was the argument part of it, but was it because I wasn't, I, I don't want to say I wasn't respecting your dominance, but essentially mm -hmm. in a way from a in power a, exchange a, view, I was not respecting that yeah. order or Absolutely. command. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Next time, just tell me what the fuck we're arguing about. <laughs> Confirm it for me, please. <laughs> Because that was that uncertainty. The We're arguing about a 15-year-old man-child. Isn't that Ooh. enough? <laughs> See? <laughs> but what did he do this time? But you know what? And I, and I don't know that this is true for other people. But the more uncertainty I feel about what the issue is, yeah. the more uncertainty I feel about what I need to do next to get that certainty back. I need mm. to know what we're arguing about. Okay. I need to be clear on that. We don't have to resolve it. And I think that's that might be an important thing to just know. It's like the argument's not always going to get resolved before you go to bed. But can we be on the same um, playing field about it? Can we be on the same page about what it is we're talking about? Because you know what? Give me the night to know what we're arguing about. I'll formulate 85 articles with uh, appendices and sub-appendices and, you know, don't worry. <laughs> Because at that point, I've got time yeah. to think. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you so there will. we are in the bedroom, going to bed angry. And our entire nighttime routine is built around not just routines that we do, but like our power exchange. Mm -hmm. So there are certain things you do. There are certain things I do. Right. You take off my collar. Mm -hmm. And we had to like not huff and through it. You know, <laughs> I bend over the bed for a spanking. And I did because you didn't tell me not to. But it it wasn't it was in no way the same. Of course, it no. wasn't the same. We were both mad it, at one it, another. It was, it was it was it the the whole thing was very performative. It, it, that's a perfect word. It was. We were literally going through the motions. Yeah. We were just doing the thing because we say we do the thing, not right. because we cared about doing the thing or mm -mm. wanted to do the thing. Yeah. I um, mean, every other every other time, there's there's something it, there's something behind it mm -hmm. when we do it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, um, you know, a, a seriousness mm -hmm. of the act that we're doing mm -hmm. or there's a joviality behind it, mm -hmm. you know, or, or whatever it is for that night, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was performative. It was going through the motions. And so then the feeling of it wasn't there. Normally I feel right. very connected and close. Even when I'm like, oh, I just want to get in the bed and get on the covers. It's like <laughs> right. this is still this moment of connection. And it was there was a disconnect. Yes. I did not like that part mm -mm. either. Then no. we get into bed and normally we joke or we cuddle or now these days we read and whatever. Um, I think you did part of your routine. Part of our routine is, he. You, what's that app you use on your phone for the weather? The WT? 
what what the weather what the weather or whatever yeah uh and it's always some snarky thing so that's the fun he tells me the snarky thing the app is saying and then he tells me what the weather will be tomorrow because i am that person who's like is it gonna be cold tomorrow is it gonna be warm tomorrow what's it gonna be tomorrow <laughs> um I, only when we're in these kinds of florida seasons where it's spring when you wake up and it's winter when you go to bed like yeah. that's it um but um, I think you did that, but it wasn't with the same laughs. It wasn't with the same whatever. And then we rolled over. Like I rolled over and was on my phone. You rolled over and you were reading your book. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't speak. No. And because we have an established routine, you, we technically didn't have to. So the final thing before the lights go out and we go to sleep is you slide down the bed and the thing that you were sitting propped up on to read i pull out and i take i put throw down on the floor so it's yeah. out of the way it's just one last step that's the step that it's time to go to sleep you you turn on the calm app that we use to listen mm-hmm. to a sleep to, story right that's how we go to sleep and you turn off the lamp and ta-da it's time for bed and you did all of that but there was no talking there was no joking no um we kept a physical distance between us that i did not like no and that like that, that i did not like either because i'm a very touchy person to begin with yes yes and i the angrier i am at somebody get the fuck you, away from me you you had that I don't like it but and yet what i wanted you to do more than anything was to like be like no this is still a normal night because we mm-hmm. fought we okay i don't know if you noticed we're very routine oriented around here <laughs> so after the sleep story comes on the pillow gets put on the floor and the lamp goes out we spoon where I am little spoon and we mm-hmm. lay that way while we listen to a story, usually until my back or neck start to bother me because then I need to roll over. And mm-hmm. that's the signal me rolling over is a signal for him to roll over the other way, put his cold butt on me because <laughs> I run at a higher temperature. Um, and then that's usually like the last thing I remember when we fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But it is a moment of deep connection, especially yeah. in the spooning position because it's like our bodies pressed against bodies. And you could have reached for me and pulled me in if you had wanted to. Mm-hmm. And while nothing would have been resolved, I'd have been like, I would have been cold at first. I know I would have been distant at first. I'd have been stiff. And then I would have been like, okay, okay. Because what got me upset that night and I started crying and I did that cry thing where I don't want you to know I'm crying. So I'm like, I'm letting the tears fall and I've desperately got to do that snort sniffle thing, but I don't want to because then he's going to know I'm crying. And then I didn't know how you were going to react. I had bad tapes from that, you know, accusations of crying for attention or whatever. And I was like, fuck it. He doesn't get to know I'm crying. I'm already kind of mad at myself for crying. What the fuck? (laughs) And I would have, but that was, that was that, that was an emotional distance. There was the physical Mm -hmm. distance. I think you could have closed the physical distance and it would have taken me a moment, but I would have leaned into the emotional part. But instead it was probably two inches. It's only a queen size bed. We are not small people. There's a couple (laughs) inches of space between us. We rolled in tandem, but we never touched. (laughs) We I think we woke up, curled up with one another, but we're falling asleep again. And I did that lay on the corner of the bed cry but try to pretend you're not crying when it's so fucking obvious you're crying and i fell asleep and i don't know when you fell asleep we never talked about that night again you know that right that here's the thing we're getting into this story we have until today not spoken about that night Mm -mm. now how did you feel when you went to sleep um or did you just put your damn head on the pillow and just like freaking sat and just out (laughs) you were weren't you weren't you (laughs) 
Yeah, I did. And um, part of the reason for that, I was emotionally drained. Mm, yeah. So you didn't even hear me crying. Oh, God. I'm so glad I didn't try to make it a production. <laughs> that would have been even more pitiful. <laughs> he'll hear my tears and he'll take pity on me. No, he wouldn't have. <laughs> would have been bad. <laughs> but also, I'm like, why the fuck did I, like, hold that back? Why did I hide yeah. that? I wouldn't hide the good emotions from you. And I certainly don't hide the angry emotions. No, you don't. You. <laughs> it's the we- it's yet, weird things we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So you were just out. Now, we woke up the next day. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. The night we've resolved an issue. And when I say resolved, I do not mean kumbaya the fuck out of it. I mean, <clears throat> talked it through, said what we had to say, either come to a compromise or seen the other's perspective or just gone, you know what? We have to agree to disagree. This thing happened. If one of us mm-hmm. was wrong, we apologize. You know, we're, we're open to all of that. We do all of that. But resolution doesn't mean you're not so mad or you're not so mad, but we've talked it through. Yeah. And so waking up the next day from that is easy. It's like, okay, I'm less angry now or you're less angry mm-hmm. or, oh, I can laugh about this now or, oh, you know that thing you said yesterday? I see your point. I've been thinking about this and the conversation might carry on or whatever. Going to bed angry and not resolving shit? That was a weird wake up the next day. It was. I felt like I was, uh, the expression I've always heard used is on tinter hooks. Like, like just, I don't remember what tinter hooks are. <laughs> I just know the expression. But basically, like, the other expression is tiptoeing around. I I felt very, like, unsure and on edge and off balance. And I also had an emotional hangover. Mm -hmm. How did you feel when you woke up? Um, In all honesty, at this point, I do not remember. Mm. I remember, so I did a thing. I went back to my my own childhood traumas. Uh, we're not getting into those. That's why I did not put a content <laughs> warning on this. But I'm going to just like say that they exist. I did the thing I used to do as a kid, which is I waited to see how you were. I was emotionally raw. Mm-hmm. Crying yourself to sleep does that. This is not me looking for pity. I, if you've ever cried yourself to sleep, you might have had the same experience. Um, I was very emotionally raw. I was very uncertain. I didn't know, are we still arguing? I was more clear headed. If I could make the case for, okay, just let your ass go to bed angry. The one thing that I know happened was I was more clear headed about what we were fussing about. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like it mattered so much. I had distance from it. Yeah. It wasn't the thing I feared, which was carrying over an unresolved resentment, but just like, well, of course he sees whatever that was that way. And I'm never going to change him. And ugh, whatever. It's fine. You know, teenagers going teenage. We got several more mm-hmm. years of this. Let's just buckle in. But what I was waiting for was to see how you behaved. So like when I came out of the bedroom, so the first thing in the morning, we have routines. And those evening routines had been so performative, I was like, okay, what, what happens to these morning ones? So I just went, I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. Because the way I was, the way I think about that, even when we're upset with one another, is I don't wanna add a thing for you to legitimately be upset with me about. <laughs> I want, if there's a way I can yeah. come out uh, right, or just not wrong, uh, then I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. And and that a little bit is, you know, I am submissive and I wanna be your submissive. And I, and, and I think that I would know there was something seriously wrong if I didn't have that urge. Like if I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing anything that I've said I would do. 
that's a rift that is much deeper than we just disagreed at 10 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started going through those motions again of doing the morning routine, getting the coffee ready, having my collar put on, blah, blah, blah. But the whole time I was watching you and I was waiting. And if you had stayed cold and angry, which is what I grew up with, uh, (laughs) I would have have known, oh, this isn't over. And I don't know what I would have done. Thankfully, what I remember is you seem to be sort of tiptoeing around me too. Like you weren't sure how Mm -hmm. I was gonna be. And then one of us said something, couldn't tell you what now, and we both laughed. And we were still very tender with one another. And when I say tender, I don't mean tender like loving. I mean like very, like. Yeah, like. I'm not coming up with good words and the podcast listeners can't see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were. Like there were, sore, might might be some sore spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, were, we were gentle with one another. And we mm-hmm. were very touchy with one another. Like, I'm going to say this thing. What's the reaction? I'm going to do this thing. What's the reaction? Right. And we weren't certain of we're, each we're other. We were kind of dipping the toe yes. in the water, so to speak. Yes. yes. Yeah. And um, we were fine after that. Mm-hmm. I think the next day I felt normal again. Yeah. That, And here here's the thing that I don't know that I have wisdom about. I just know that this is what happened. The one thing that never happened in this whole situation, we've never talked about that argument. <laughs> it never got resolved. The first time it got mentioned after that night was when we were doing a planning session for episodes mm-hmm. uh, at New Year. And it had happened sometime in December. Yeah. Like early December, I think. And I said, I think we need to talk about the idea of going to bed angry and what we think about it. And you went, oh, not right now? <laughs> I, I did. I did. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess we can. Actually, I, I said it <coughs> earlier than that. I said it about two days after the argument. And you were like, mm, not, not this week. Yeah. <laughs> no, not this week. And then when I brought it up again, you were like, yeah, but maybe not the first one in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it... But yeah, the thing I feared, one of the things I feared... Of it never getting resolved, is it ne- we never did talk we, about it again. We have had arguments before. We have fought about things before. That particular night, when I look back on it, when we, it 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 was, you know, there's like a hierarchy of finest moments. <laughs> yeah, or your not so finest moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, this that one took the cake. Mm-hmm. It was not a good look for of us i was very combative yeah i know why i was combative mm-hmm. and i can ju- i mean i if if i want to be quote put air quotes around this word right i can justify it and make myself look like oh of course that makes total sense that doesn't mean it was right being combative did not get me what i wanted mm-hmm. being combative did not get you to talk to me more the more i lashed out and i know where it came from i know why i did it yeah but you just shut down more the right. more i went just fucking tell me or when I was having to suppose what we were arguing about, I was like, well, that's ridiculous. Not a, not a good thing to say. Please do not <laughs> invalidate your partner's feelings by calling them ridiculous. Uh, they can be ridiculous to you. That does not mean they're ridiculous to them. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it like with any argument, it's never your best. You don't bring your best self to an argument like mm. that, okay? <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about arguing a case in court where you're supposed to bring your best self. We're talking about heat of the moment, passions up, tempers flaring, 
misunderstanding bad tapes, whatever's going on in her own head, yeah. like all of those, excuse me, all of those things. Um, but it's, it's funny to me if I, so I'm on the fence about this situation. I saw that the next day waking up, I could have had the conversation about what happened without getting angry. I was di- had enough distance mm-hmm. between the the issue and the emotions of the issue that we could have talked about it. And so I can see the point of letting yourself go to bed angry and, you know, just deal with it the next day. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're going to deal with it. And this is my biggest issue with that kind of thing of letting yourself go to bed angry is that I think more of us than we would like to admit will tell ourselves we will resolve it later, but it's really easy to push something back. Now, in our specific situation, in this moment, it was something that yes, we will continue to argue about because teenagers, (laughs) they exist. Uh, And the youngest is not there yet, so we have several more years. Um, But also, it's not cropped back up. There's not been anything that's a repeatable behavior that can build resentment towards each other. You know, there, we also thankfully have not had another argument since then about parenting in order for it to bring up any similar feelings that we could then throw back at each other. And that could go both ways. Like Mm -hmm. I'll, I will happily admit because I can now the problems I have when I'm arguing, I know what I do. I know where I like fuck up. But it doesn't mean I'm the only one doing it. Like, we have our own issues. Right. Um, nobody is a perfect arguer. Um, but, you know, that would be the thing I would caution against is if you were constantly saying, we will deal with it tomorrow, I'll just be miserable tonight, and then you never deal with it tomorrow, that to me signals a deeper problem. Mm-hmm. If if you asked me which would I prefer, I would, even if we're yelling and screaming and we don't go to bed till one o'clock in the morning, I would rather hash it out that night and and find a, a truce between each other mm. before going to bed. Because the worst part of that was not the arguing. I hate arguing with you. I hate arguing in general. That was not the worst part of it. The worst part of it was laying there in bed with you and feeling like there was a massive distance Disconnect, between us. Because yeah. we are so, especially in bed at night, it's our one time. We are so physically and emotionally connected at that point to have that severed and then try to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Just, no, I wouldn't, I, I would not purposely make that the way we do things. No, and, and I think the, the worst part about it, I mean, we have had moments throughout our relationship where we've had disconnects. Sure. It happens. Mm-hmm. It, It'll happen again. Right. But I think with, with those disconnects, we recognized them for what they were mm-hmm. and we brought them back together. Yeah. In this instance, we did not. We did not. And you know, it's funny because thinking about where we were at that point in the year, what 2020 has been like for all of us. Yeah. Um, you know, there in every argument, there's always more at play than the issue you're arguing with. There's mm-hmm. your past. There's the stuff going on around you in your personal life, your professional mm-hmm. life. Like there's always other things involved in an argument with, with anybody, but especially a partner. Um, and my, I have found that I tend to make things worse, not just in arguments, in many other facets of life, when I'm trying to mitigate all the things I fear could happen. 
So getting you to talk to me more because I don't want us to be people who don't talk about our problems and just go to bed angry all the time only made you angrier and want to talk less. <laughs> uh, not wanting, I don't know, did I consider it some kind of weakness? I do not think tears are a weakness, by the way, but I know how no. I... I, I know how I feel for everybody else and then I know how I feel for myself as an individual. And there's a double standard there. I hold myself, I'm a lot meaner to myself. So now I'm like, I didn't want you to hear me crying. You wouldn't know anyway, you were asleep. Like, why did I hold that back? Why did I hide those emotions when those were real emotions? I know why, mm -hmm. we're not getting, that's not, this is not the episode for that. I know why I did that, but knowing what I know now, that could have been, had you heard me, that could have been a point of reconnection because right. you are not the type to watch me cry or hear me cry and not be affected by it. For the record, in mid-argument, <laughs> I can tell when he's affected and annoyed with himself for being affected <laughs> by my tears because <laughs> he has a total tell and I never respond to it well because that is a bad tape. I respond to it based on the way others have responded to my tears, which is why I don't like anybody mm. to see me cry. Thank you very much. I'm like, not even the man of my dreams soulmate who's, we're gonna go out like Thelma and Louise together. He doesn't even get to see me cry. And that, <laughs> that is a problem that I should speak to a therapist about. But those things inform the moment we're in. So I'm going to bed angry. Should you, shouldn't you? I can't answer that for you. I can't answer that for us because Every situation is going to be different. Here's what I would say. My pre I'll say it again. I said it a few minutes ago. My preference is we fucking resolve shit before we go to sleep. We don't have to be happy mm -hmm. with one another. We don't have to be at a place of total forgiveness. And we've like sorted out every little issue and we made, but talk through the problem, understand where the, each other mm -hmm. stands, speak our peace. That my preference is going to be, I want that because I don't yeah. like how the other, the alternative feels at right. all. Right, and, and Tayshu brought up a, a good point about this with timing. Mm -hmm. You know, there there's a point where it's too soon and everybody is not in a, a calm enough place to talk about yep. it rationally, and then you let it you go too long. Go and then, too long, right. and, and it becomes one of the difficult conversations. It either becomes if, a difficult thing or, and this is how... I know I am. I There's too much going on. I will shove it to the back of my mind. I will tell myself I have forgotten it. Oh, it clearly didn't matter. Or mm -hmm. back in my first marriage, I would just kind of like be annoyed and go, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. And I tell myself that until I believe it. And then the new thing would come up and then I would be reminded of how much it really did matter because yeah. it's there in my arsenal to throw at somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, but what about this moment? And so I think there's a little bit of, you can also lie to yourself and say, oh, it's been so long now, it doesn't matter. When it absolutely fucking matters. Um, Cause it always matters on some level. Even I know because we know that parenting the teenager is going to be an ongoing source of conflict for us. Even if it's just mild conflict because our parenting styles are so different. Mm -hmm. um, I know that I might one day remember that argument it, because we will be arguing about it again. <laughs> what I'm hoping is that what, I don't have that urge to bring us back to this point. Yeah. And so, yeah, in a perfect world, if I could get what I want, well, if I could get what I wanted, we wouldn't argue at all. We don't live in that world. In the second perfect world, I would like us to at least discuss whatever the fuck it is we're mad about before yeah. we go to bed. Yeah. Realistically, 
I know that that's not the guarantee every time. But my preference is I don't want to go to bed angry if I can help it. I know that there are some people who are like, hell yeah, let me go to bed angry because like you, I need time to calm down. We can talk about this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If you are that type, the only thing I would say is, okay, but actually talk about it. Maybe not the next day, but talk about it. Don't do what many of us do, which is just go, oh, I'm going to pretend I'm over it now and yeah. never resolve the issues, mm -hmm. especially if they're recurring issues. They can be recurring issues and both partners be great human beings, just maybe not great together or have a thing that they need to work on individually or as a couple to avoid that. I mean, having unresolved issues between you where you get upset with one another and then that pattern repeats itself and you're constantly upset or you're feeling resentful or whatever, doesn't automatically mean everything's broken. It means there's some work to be done mm -hmm. somewhere. Um, and I'm trying to do what anxious people in many places do is avoid ever having the problem. <laughs> if I can <laughs> fix the problem before it ever is a problem, before mm. it even has time to look like it could be in the future a problem, then I'm a happier person, except I'm not a happier person because I'm walking around like a basket case and I'm causing problems by trying to prevent problems that haven't happened yet. That is what it's like to be anxious. If you Ooh. wondered, I know, are you tired yet? <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, the going to bed angry thing, we've done it both ways. I know my preference. What's your preference? Or do you just not have a preference? It doesn't matter, I, whatever. Yeah, I have a preference. Okay, what's your preference? I would prefer not to go to bed angry. You know, I really do think most people would say, I don't want to yeah. go to bed angry. I, and yeah. <laughs> duh, yeah. <laughs> what I mean yeah. is if there's going to be an uh, argument, yeah, do we work on some some of it before bed or do we skip all of that mm -hmm. and just wait till the next day? I want to at least work on a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, next time, pro tip, just tell me what the fuck you're actually angry <laughs> Name the problem. <laughs> and you know what? I wondered in retrospect. Was it that you were like, I'm going to say it and she's going to get angry because she's going to tell me it's not a fucking problem. And there was a chance that, that would have been my reaction <laughs> because, ooh, our parenting styles are very different. We should probably do an episode on parenting styles yeah. and kink because it butts up against our power exchange all the time. The submissive side of me is like, I want to defer to you. The mom is like, in mm -hmm. me is like, but I fucking know what I'm going to do as a parent. And it's a conflict. We might talk about that one day. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I um, I think that's all I have care to yeah. say about the topic. Is there anything you would like to say that um we didn't that you didn't get a chance to say you were thinking about? I don't think so. Well, there we go then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would love to hear from anybody else. I know in the live stream mm -hmm. chat, folks have been talking about it. If you watch the video later, there's a comment section. If you listen on the podcast socials dms uh yeah. email like how do, how do you handle it how do you look at it what what works best for you and when i say works best like the, it helps you have healthy relationships <laughs> if you keep building resentment and the relationship keeps like falling apart and crumbling <coughs> maybe, maybe some strategies aren't working but if you're happy in your relationship like yeah w w what do you do how do you handle it that i would be curious to know so okay all right we're going to do a bonus section. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Are we good? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Keep, Keep it, it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week.
Daddy. <laughs> I, that could have been ASMR till I screamed into the microphone right? to laugh. Yeah, sorry, y'all. Yes, Daddy. baby girl. Can I always talk to the crickets? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, an emoji of the week. I did not think about this before, and I actually have multiple <laughs> ideas. But we're gonna go with. I know there is a snoozy emoji, like the little face, and there's like the Z's coming up off of it. That would be. Mm-hmm. Probably the one I think all of us have access to, but if you have another sleeping emoji you like, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna sleep on it. So um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I have a I have a yucky in my throat and I want to cough, but not into the microphone. Mm. <clears throat> so I coughed at you. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> the snoozy sleepy face emoji will be our emoji mm. of the week. Um, Reminder, the Kinkery is having a sale. Use code KINKYLOVE. Uh, Patreon membership drive, patreon.com slash getlords. And now we're in the bonus section. Mm-hmm. Uh, pet update? Pet update. Pet update. Um, well, pet update's easy. Lola yeah. does not have to be bathed every three days again and is not on three medications. Mm-hmm. We only have to bathe her every one to two weeks. Uh, and she takes an anti-inflammatory for like leg pain from where one leg is shorter than the other uh, from surgery she had before we got her. Yeah. So life has become way easier with her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She is a little confused about why she's not getting so many pill pockets anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully she loses a few pounds now between not getting bats every three days and have to be bribed with treats and yeah you know so yeah ho- hopefully she drops a couple pounds yeah she's supposed to be right at 60 pounds 50 anywhere from 59 to about 61 62 doc the vet's happy and mm-hmm. she's up to 62 so it's not like she's you know a chonker she's, or anything. no she's not but with her but, we're trying to be careful of her joint issues too right so her front paw she was shot before we had her she had surgery on it mm-hmm. the surgery to do whatever they they kind of basically had to do some reconstructive right. surgery on her that leg. paw that leg is actually now shorter than her other three so there will for the rest of her life be some level of strain on those joints right. so she's on some joint shoes to keep that all well lubricated and she gets an anti-inflammatory whenever it's we it seems that she needs it mm-hmm. so also as the vet pointed out we don't want her to get overweight at any point because that's just that much more stress, stress on on yeah. that leg so and we did really good with Saki without even trying he was supposed to be 10 pounds and Buddy, he was 10 pounds. Yeah. And we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And he didn't even care about treats that much. No. He, well, he he was, Saki was not food motivated mm-mm, either. Mm-mm. Okay. Food was the last thing on his mind. Yeah. He didn't um, even trust treats he didn't recognize. Right. I mean, for him, it was having a comfortable place to lay and, you know. Take him out for a walk. Take him out for his walk so he could investigate. Um, Lola is very food motivated. She um, has tried to eat some sketchy things off the side of the road when we go for our yeah. walks. Um, I, I have, you know, her, her food motivation. Um, I, I have been doing some research on the Amstaff behaviors, 
Um, American Staffordshire, if you're like, what yeah, the fuck is Amstaff? Okay. You I've, said Amstaff to me yesterday, I think, yeah. and my brain had to translate. Like, okay. what the fuck? I, I, from, He's gone down a rabbit hole, y'all. Well, I'm, I'm trying to understand her. You are so in better. love with her. Well, I am at that. <laughs> Kayla made the uh, point that um, she's my soul dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're they're uh, fur baby fur parent soulmates for sure. Oh, and the cat too. So you get both species, isn't that nice? What the fuck do I have? Hey, Onyx curled up next to you last night. That's true. And then I moved into oh fuck the shit. But no, I, I, I'm just trying to, to understand, you know, her a little better. And I know at a certain point I, I'll never be able to because, you know, don't know what she went through before us. But, um, you know, she is true to the breed um, where she gets her stubborn moments. I can't walk her by myself because if she decides she's not moving or she's going in a direction... I, by myself, I am not capable of yeah, stopping Yeah, <laughs> So, um, you know, like last night, this is the second night in a row. We, wa- we were watch- sitting in the living room. Uh, Kayla was stitching. I was watching TV. And I got up to go to the bathroom and come back. And Lola was in, had taken over my seat. Um. And I got her to move the night before. Last night, she would not move. And, and one thing I have heard about this breed, you cannot back down from them. If you back down, that gives them the opportunity, you know, um, they want that alpha. I, last night, in order to get her out of that, she would not listen to any commands. Um, I even, you know, grabbed her head, lifted it up, trying to get her to move. She would not move. I actually had to pick her up and move her over. We're going to need to start working out. Yeah. <laughs> and she sat there for a minute, gave me side eye, and then moved over to the the other couch on the other. She came to sit other... by me. Yeah, she came to sit by her. She was not happy with me. but No, she ignored you for the rest of the night. She did. She did. It's the only way I so, can get some affection around here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. She loves me. She just loves you. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're all doing well. Onyx is is doing good. Um we we have our little playtime at night. She's very loving first thing in the morning and oh then again gosh, at night. In, in the morning she is so affectionate. She won't let us pick her up. I would love to cuddle her, but she's like, mm-hmm, no, leave me the fuck mm-hmm. alone. But yeah, she she and she follows us at least around the bedroom. This morning, I got her to follow me out of the bedroom into yeah. the kitchen and living room. But then she saw Lola and went, mm, fuck this shit. I'm going back to the bedroom. Um, Ella is pushy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not care about being Onyx's friend. She just wants to get into the bedroom she's not allowed to be in. Um, <laughs> she also has that cat meow thing of acting like she's clearly starving to death. 
because she had to wait five extra minutes for her meal. (laughs) I know that's all typical. It's funny, though, to contrast her with Onyx. Onyx meows so infrequently these days. You know, we used to tease and call her a Karen because of her meow. But these days she's meowing so infrequently. When she does, it sounds really rusty and kind of deep. Whereas it sounds, like, it sounds like an old lady meow. It does sound like an yeah. old lady meow. And yeah. Ella's like that is, she's not quite at Karen level, but she's close. Um, she's very insistent. But she, Ella is the cat that will get under your feet. I We've both been mm-hmm. tripping over her a few times. Yeah. So, but there, everybody's fine. I've got to take Ella to the vet on Friday, Friday? Thursday, fr- Friday. Tomorrow's Thursday. I don't know, a day, a day this week. Um, she's got to get her second uh, feline leukemia booster shot. Um, yeah. But we have to remember to sedate her because she does not like needles. Uh, <laughs> so that's going on. But otherwise, everybody's everybody's great. Everybody's fine. We are, are just trying to figure out the chaos. And we've got, we're just, we would love everybody to love everybody, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Um. So that's it for them, right? Mm-hmm, pretty I, much. Okay. Um, I practiced stitching on my new sewing machine this past you weekend. Did. You and did. And didn't break it, threaded mm-hmm. the fucking thing. Went into a, a so I placed an order for a bunch of quilting supplies from an online store that I love. I love their YouTube channel. I like, I just like their site. It's called Fat Quarter Shop. Um, but they are way behind on shipping because they're always super busy and mm-hmm. COVID. So um, that order has not processed or shipped yet. So, but they had all of my supplies. So I was like, shit, I need to go get some thread. I didn't think the machine would arrive as fast as it did. I ordered it on one day and three days later it was at the house. I didn't expect that. Um, so I thought, okay, it'll take a while for the sewing machine to arrive and then it'll take a while for the supplies to arrive. And it, it's fine. Well, no, it has not worked out that way. So we went to our local quilt shop where they don't just tell you to wear a mask. I watched the person working the shop tell a lady in the quilt shop, your mask goes over your nose, ma'am. <laughs> I was like, okay, I've come home. I like it here. And I went in for $3 thread. That's all I needed. I just wanted to thread the machine. I have some fabric I could practice on. It's fine. I walked out with uh, enough cloth for a quilt top, probably like a small quilt, um, not a, a really big one. I'm not going to sew it yet. I want to mm. like know how to use the machine before I use the pretty fabric I purchased. But the $3 purchase became a $43 purchase, $40 more. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm a crafter now. Thanks. Um, but I did a practice using my machine and mm-hmm. I can technically stitch a straight line, but that's a, uh, there's a lot of other parts to that that I'm not going to have. I'm still waiting on my supplies. I've got a little yeah. bit of fabric that should be arriving on Friday that is not meant to be like a quilt but I'm practice on. Um, so I'm doing that. And then I got back into my cross stitch and in three days I've like stitched every single night for like three or four nights. You have. And that's been really nice. That's kind of like my um, way to zen out. Like I, I, we've all heard about meditation and I cannot, I have not managed to do the meditation where somebody says, you know, stop thinking or let your mind, whatever, whatever, like the mental meditation. But I've heard about doing physical activity as meditation. And I was like, yeah, stitching is like that. Cause it's all I'm doing is focusing on making X's and that's, if I don't have to count too much, it's like, it's really zen. So it's been really relaxing. So I'm living my best grandma life as a cross-stitcher and a mm-hmm, wannabe quilter. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that's been really fulfilling. It's meant yeah. staying the fuck off social media because that's the only way you have time to do shit like this. Um, what have you got going on? Um, oh gosh, I I have been um, pretty much full on out in the shop lately. Yeah, you have. You know, uh, I was busy before the holidays, and I was actually kind of thinking, oh, you know, I'll get a little bit of a break after the holidays. No. We love not having a break, though. I mean, it's it's been nice. I, I have been enjoying doing the, the, the stuff that I've, I've been doing, um, especially with the tools mm-hmm. that I have now that, that I can actually do a, a lot of the things I want to. Um, but it, it has just been nonstop. And, and I'm kind of okay with that. I, I've been enjoying what I've been doing. Um, you know, there, there's been some stuff going on, which we, I'll talk a little bit more about in the um, uh, bonus podcast, because we have that coming up. We're getting oh, to the yeah. end of the month. We do that for over on Patreon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to do that, too. Um, <laughs> and, and I've just been doing um, some stuff around the house. I went out and bought a pitchfork last night. <laughs> I was like, who are we going after? Who are right? we mad at? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? When, when's the when's the mob? Uh, I'll get my torch. Um, that that beautiful um, laurel oak in our front yard that gives us such amazing shade mm. in in the heat of summer has been dropping leaves since the end of November. Oh my God, y'all! The leaves, the leaves, the leaves. And um, you know, I, I've gone over a few times with the lawnmower to mulch what I can, but there's more than even the mower can handle. So I've been raking piles underneath the tree and uh, got a pretty big size leaf pile there and need to start getting them up for the trash. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's a great workout to bag mm-hmm. leaves, but man, mm-hmm. it sucks. So, um, yeah. Didn't have anything that I could really pick them up with, so went and bought a pitchfork last night. <laughs> that was funny. You're like, I'm going to Lowe's. Okay, what are you getting? A pitchfork. Yeah. Who were we mad at? <laughs> I mean, I'm a ride or die bitch, so if you're mad at somebody, okay, I'm, I'm right, mad at them too. Right, right. But why do we need a pitchfork? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually uh, have, so I'm going to say we're in the process of unpacking the last box in the bedroom from the move. And it was because we needed a place to put it. So we have a lamp that goes mm-hmm. in the bedroom that mm-hmm. you needed a hook for because it yeah. hangs from the ceiling. And then I had all my stuffies. And I was like, but where am I going to put them? And they're going to live in the office on a shelf because my corner yeah. of the office is very baby girl-esque. Like, I'm a professional and I'm a baby girl because you can be more than one thing. It's called being human. Um, and so I needed <laughs> and I needed more color in my corner of the office. Let's, yeah. just, let's just be frank. Yeah. Um, and as much as I love my, the few stuffies I have, they don't go with the aesthetic that we've created in the bedroom. So <laughs> it's like, we'll bring them into the office. Yeah. So that box, that we had a, a reason not to unpack it for the past couple of months because Onyx likes to sleep on top of that box. So right. I have a feeling we're just going to have to get a, yet another cat tree. Well, so. no, actually what I what I have an idea for, because, mm, it's in, right. because it is in the corner of the room mm-hmm. and that corner is unused, mm-hmm. my intention is to build cat shells up That's the wall. Right. 
and and I'm going to alternate because it's in the corner. I'm going to alternate every corner mm-hmm. a shelf so she can climb. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Br- Brin commented in the the live stream. I, I have floor. a leaf blower. He has a leaf blower. I have one. <laughs> I have one. Yep. He uses it daily. And I, and I use it every day to, to, to dig out the driveway. Yeah. Um, our cars are parked in our driveway under the that tree. And every day right now, it looks like we haven't moved our car in a month. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. And, and you know, Miss Spock, you mentioned about just leaving the leaves. In, in many cases, that would be a thing. Yeah, the leaves would just, um, um, you know, disintegrate and become fertilizer in the soil. Um, unfortunately, the problem with oak trees, especially the oak trees we have here, um, they are extremely tannic and they change the acidity of the soil so that basically <laughs> very little to nothing would grow there with the leaves, especially with the amount of leaves that come down. So when you, when you say things like this, because I know it comes from a place of knowledge and I, I love it, <laughs> I'm curious. Does that knowledge come from the years growing up, helping your dad in his nursery, the business his dad wanted him to take over, and he went, <laughs> mm, no. Or does that come from the years of running a lawn business and doing landscaping? Um, a combination of both. Ah, see, knowledge. Combination of both. I don't have knowledge like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, the, uh, the one thing we do have a lot of, except we didn't have a pitchfork until recently, is a <laughs> lot of lawn tools. Uh, yeah. Next on your, you have two dream items for the house. One is a pressure washer, like yeah. a good one. We have a teeny tiny little we, one. We have, I, have a, I have a small electric one and yeah. it does in a pinch, but um, the size driveway and the house will need to be pressure washed at some point. Um, it won't cut it. I'll be at it for months. And a riding lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Those um, are the two wish list items. A riding mower is, is definitely... Um, on on my uh, wish list, uh, the mower I have is a self-propelled mower. I, I just walk behind it. But um, my knees are not in that great shape anymore. And both boys are indoor cats, so. Yeah, even, even the promise of paying them handsomely will not get them out to mow the lawn. And I can, I already hear some old school kind of parents are like, just make them. That's not worth it to us. <laughs> it's no, not worth it. No. I f- sometimes I feel really guilty as a parent that I don't make them do more things. Like, because I can mm. hear my parents in my head. If it wouldn't have been a choice. I'd have, my ass would have been out there doing whatever. But it's like, how much of it is worth the fight? Yeah. It's it's not. It's not. No. Okay. No. So, you know, and, and I actually do enjoy. Yeah. You know, doing the yard. But, um, yeah, when, when I am done walking the yard it's just a little over a quarter of an acre it's not huge but it's not tiny either um i kind of feel it in my knees in not a good way sure 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 yeah so yeah it's funny 2020 was my year to buy all the things online all the time (laughs) and um i did a lot of little things i mean we had some big slightly big things and of course with the sewing machine i bought and just a week ago is a big thing, but I saved for several months for that. But you apparently are taking over 2021 because it's like, I would like a pressure washer, a riding mower. And what is that thing that you're looking at? It's a grill and smoker combo? It, it's a pellet smoker grill, yeah. 
I didn't even know such a thing was a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, that's a lovely wish list. Yeah, there. I know. I know. <laughs> so then I was like, and then we we're talking about different tools you need and the new shed we're going to totally right, get. Right. Yeah, I know. Like, 2021's your year. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay I'm mm-hmm. just going to be over here uh, stitching and sewing and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we're, that, that's yeah. a day in the life of homeowners. Right. Uh, I mean, new new tools, I, there's only really one thing I need at this point. Big thing. I have the notes from our last business. I know. Don't worry. I know. <laughs> well, and th- most of the things at this point are smaller things. The, the main thing um, um, is the um, dust collection. I know. To hook everything I up. I know, but you also single. need the big pressure pot for that really big. Uh, that oh, I forgot about that. Thank yeah. God somebody takes other... uh, notes at the business yeah. meetings. Oh my God, we did a business thing. I'm not guess between us, but I get an email from somebody who's like collecting our forms and our stuff, and he's like, "I need a copy." Uh, from the last board of directors meeting that y'all had for your bit bu- that your business had um showing that th- this approval and this and this resolution and this was agreed upon they're only the two of us it's just the two of us for the business yeah. but the way we set up our business for tax purposes um you would have a board of directors mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like i typed it up i was like all these years of bullshitting my way through with the written word oh they are all and here peaking it, here right it now all comes this fruition. is what it was all for <laughs> i was like uh we as the board of directors the board of directors i'm like I'm voted unanimously it. voted unanimously <laughs> to blah 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 on blah blah it had to pick a date because i was like fuck we've been talking about this thing for like a month so what date yeah. maybe just like, sure sure that day that day mm-hmm. uh and the person who will hand i had to name myself as the person who was authorized unanimously authorized to handle uh, the process and to sign uh, appropriate documents, I literally Googled board of directors resolution template because <laughs> everything you'll ever need in life is on fucking Google. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. This is what I've been preparing for my whole writing mm-hmm. life. <laughs> and and Sonwing, you're yes, pressure pots are are stupid expensive. Um I do have one at the moment. It's a smaller one, and it's actually um, a a Herber Freight paint pot is what it is. It, it's supposed to be used for spraying paint when you when you paint. Um, I can I reverse engineered it and converted it to be a pressure pot, which you learned how to do through YouTube, which is owned by Google because everything is on Google. Right, right. <laughs> um, um, you know the the pot itself with on sale with a coupon was under a hundred, and I think it was like thirty dollars an extra pieces I had to buy to. So for your big pressure pot, are you going to do the same thing, but with a bigger one? Or are you going to get an actual pressure pot? No, it would be an actual. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, it, it would be it would be it's specifically made to be a pressure pot. Um, it's bigger and it just comes and you. Put the lid on and do what you got to do. The day that happens, I'll be very excited because the day we get that, that means we're doing some really cool things with the kinkery. Yes. And I'm very excited for yep. those days. I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well because so that'll be excited. some fun and interesting things. It will be. It will be. Yep. 
Okay, we have rattled on because, of mm-hmm. course, we have because that's what we're good what at. We do. That's what we do. Uh, we <laughs> are gonna go. Um, if you've yep. made it to this point, you might be interested in actually knowing. Kinky Book Club video goes live on Friday, January 29th. I do mm-hmm. not know what time yet because we're gonna do it as a <laughs> premiere. Um, but it should actually be uploaded by Thursday, so you have the premiere time. So if you want to yeah. be there for the video going live, you can be. But the video will live on our YouTube channel. You do not have to be there for the moment it goes live, you can watch it whenever. Uh, this first one's gonna be a long one because we went through, we talked about each chapter, chapter of the chapter. book of Tongue Tied. Yeah. And we actually kept it relatively concise, but there were 12 chapters. So mm-hmm. that is happening. We have to record another video when we're done with this. I'm gonna crash emotionally after all of these videos today. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and the Kinkery's got its sale, thekinkery.com, use code KINKYLOVE. Patreon membership drive. Um, that yeah, this is the last time we'll talk about the membership drive because yeah. this is the last week We're of it. We're almost out of January. So when we are doing next week's episode, we won't be. So if you were like, mm, I think I'm interested, but for real, if you don't join in January, yeah, you don't get the stickers or the whatever. But the, all those other perks we've talked about are still going to be there, and we welcome you whenever mm-hmm. uh, if you're able to. Um, and yeah, I think. I think I think that's it. So we're gonna go. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for being here with mm-hmm. us, for Thanks. listening, for watching, for Thanks for joining your time as and always. attention. Um, this was a, a heavier topic than I thought it would be. Yeah. I think I dredged some stuff up yeah. <laughs> for myself. I think we need a lighter topic for next week. I'll check the schedule. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were super professional and planned out three months of content. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.